You're listening to Earth Tribe Radio, www.earthtriberadio.com. Today, Jill and I are talking with three amazing beings. So this morning on the Earth Tribe Radio, we have Juniper and Liz, her mom. Juniper, how old are you? Um, five. Yeah, that's getting older and older, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And how old is Donnie, your doggy? Um, Donnie is probably two or three. Yeah, um, so three. Three. So we've got three people that we're chatting with today. Juniper, Liz, and Donnie. Or we could say Don and Liz and Juniper, whichever one I got a kiss. <laughs> so what I was wondering if we could just chat about today was, and Juniper, if you have something to say, you can just share, okay? This is for you to talk to. And Donnie can talk to it. He's doing too much kissing right now. So we're talking about conscious parenting, or being conscious in parenting, because the thing with Juniper is that Juniper's very bright, and Juniper, could you sing one of those, your songs that you have that that Benita's helped you to learn? Um, One of the Romanian songs, maybe? Or the others, whichever you, whatever mommy thinks. I guess we haven't sung, sang one in a while. Remember Podo de Piatra? Do you want to both? This is Jill, yes. by the way. Uh, do you want to both sing, start singing together? And then sure. Maybe one at a time then, so we can sure. see how you sing together? Maybe this will remind you. Yeah. Remember it goes, Podo de Piatra, Sade de Mata. Avenit apa shilaluat Cum face altu pelu in jos Altu mai trani shi mai frumos Which is interesting oh, It's because it's about um, the water that came and washed away the bridge oh. and then they built a stronger one after. <gasps> What so perfect for right now? Isn't it so yes. perfect? And Liz's yeah. mom was uh, Liz's mom is from Romania, and um, I, Liz, did you, I can't remember. Did Juniper go back with you last time? Yeah, we went when she was two and a half. Ah, so, so she, you don't remember much of Romania, do you? Do you remember a little bit about it? No. No, it was very. You were very young then. So also Juniper can sing Bonita's songs, the other ones from the Eastern Eastern ways, right? Can she? Oh yeah. <clears throat> Do you remember any um, any of the like Buddha songs or uh, Ganesha songs or something like that you sang with Bonita? I remember one of the Ganesha songs. You want to sing that one for us? Jaya, Jaya Ganesha, Jaya Ganesha, Jaya Ganesha, Bahima. Thing you'd like to share that works for you. I mean, I know that it's trial and error, right? Wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's for all of us. Yeah. Yeah, definitely a lot of the ideals that you have before <laughs> go out. But, you know, we try to just um, not 
put too much on our plates and have a lot of outdoor time. Um, we're lucky to be on three acres where Juniper can run around in the trees and have the creek and the, the goats and all that. Um, so yeah, we just try to keep keep it from getting too hectic. Yeah, and Juniper, what's your favorite thing on your land? Um, um the park and like spending time with my mama. Oh, that's lovely. And you still have your goats? Mm -hmm. Do you go and help Mama, Dad, and Mama and Papa feed them? Mm, no. No. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> that's a lot to do. They're quite big too, aren't they? Yes, isn't that cool? Uh -huh. You know what it is? That's a big ball falling on the house. Oh. Well, it's, it's supposed to be a funny, like a cartoon. Oh yeah. It's supposed to be like a cartoon. It's a painting. It's a painting. And the and the big it was like a big bot mouth like yeah. Yeah. that's yeah. from outer it, space. It, exactly. It's <laughs> a meteor. It's a, what they call a meteor coming from outer space. And inside that little house is a psychic reader <laughs> who doesn't seem to know that they're silent. <laughs> oh, God, that is so funny. <laughs> so with, with that was done for a psychic reader who didn't want it. That <laughs> is so funny. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've all got to have, if we can, when we can, have a sense of humor, right? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't always work and we don't always have it, but sometimes we can if we can. So with, with Juniper, I know that you felt that grounding and earthing is, is really important, keeping her with nature. Do you notice what happens? Oh, look, um, Donnie's got some flowers on. <laughs> um, the, uh, what, what, do you, what happens do you find when she doesn't ground, when she doesn't have? Yeah, <clears throat> there's a big difference. Me and Chris have noticed that we don't do too much media either, like TV yeah. or anything. And we notice every single time if she has watched television and kind of gets out of her body, she gets a lot moodier and um, definitely not as in her body and uh, doesn't, I don't know, kind of, it's a lot harder for her. Things get a lot harder. So we have been saying maybe once a week you could watch a little something, but we want you to be outside. <clears throat> um, and, you know, that, that's, that's... If she doesn't get enough outside time, it just gets really crazy for everybody because yeah. they, have, they have so much energy. So, And connecting to the earth and the body connecting to the earth for little ones is, is so important, I think. Yeah. You. Juniper, do you love being outside? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you like most about being outside? Playing on my play structure. Like playing, like playing on your play structure? Ah. I'm on my belt. Yeah? Yeah. And you know, Juniper actually talks about how she likes to go without shoes, right? Do you remember we've mm -hmm. talked about that? How does it feel like? What does it feel like when you have no shoes? It feels like, like roots are growing in my feet. Like roots are growing in your feet? Mm -hmm. That is so cool. Mm -hmm. And what happens when you do have shoes on? How does it feel? It feels like, 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 um... Like, I'm not spending much time with my feet on the earth. Wow. And what about for you, Liz, with grounding? Yeah, I 
I've noticed <clears throat> I noticed a big difference in me too. Uh, I feel like I have found that now, especially after becoming a parent, I have to make the time to go and really get into my body, especially as a Aries cusp with an Aries rising on my Aries line. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I need to get that. Uh, I need to get out that stagnant vibe and to connect. And I found um, swimming has been really good for me and trying to walk a lot. Not always with bare feet, but anything to get into my body because otherwise I get all the same thing. I get really moody and um, disconnected. Yeah, because I think we lose our legs. When we lose our legs and our feet, we, we can't do anything but go up into our mind, right? If, we, if we've got our feet on the ground and we're grounded, then it's like we have this balance between the earth and the mind. Between the body and the mind, I think, don't you? Yeah, totally. I think it's all connected. I'm, I'm trying to get even my husband now, because he works on the computer and is very up here, and you can see it. Um, it's almost like you, when you're trying to learn to ride a bike, that yes. unfamiliar, yeah, that wobble. I can, I see it, and so I, I, I tell him it's kind of hard. You don't want to tell them what to do, but I'm like, I notice, you know, the connection between everything and how important it is to get into your body. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things they're saying now too is that sitting is the next smoking. Have you seen that, Seth? No, but I totally believe it. I absolutely believe it. I absolutely believe it. Because they're saying that sitting for long, long periods is as bad as smoking. And that if you just get up for two minutes every hour, it makes a huge, huge difference. And, and it, you know, part of it's coming into your body, part of it's moving the, the blood, part of it's moving the energy, I think. But it's like we, the more we get disconnected from our uh, body and we, the more we go into our emotions and our mind. Not that either of those are wrong, but just that it's... Um, it makes it harder to stay balanced, I think. Yeah. And I think it's harder to stay balanced in relationships unless you're in your body too. Because then you start to go to all of the confusions in your mind and there's no balance to be able to vis visualize it from an objective point of view. What do you think, Jim? Well, I think it's very important to be in our bodies because that's why we're here. <laughs> that's why we have the spacesuits, you know, to wear. So uh, we need to be... We need to be grounded, and I really am really impressed, Liz and Juniper, that um, you're not uh, you're you spend a lot of time outside. I, I'm somebody who likes bare feet, and if I have to, it's just sandals or something. I just bare feet is important, and also school is outside. Going outside. Oh, I'll see you in a minute. Okay, have fun outside. Okay. Just stay around the tree here. It's beautiful. I'm going to put on your Okay, good idea. Um, do you know about the, um, what do we call it, the forest schools? Oh, yeah. Actually, <clears throat> Juniper right now is going three days a week to something called Acorn School. Is that like a forest school? Mm -hmm. oh. They're outside. They're, it's pretty much mostly outside. And... Um, they learn about, you know, they, they look at the, the animal tracks and find frogs and climb trees. And um, they also bring in a lot of um, talking about fairies and stuff like that. Okay. So 
That's so cool. You That's know, so good. I think the thing is that we are still only such a short distance away from our tribal roots. Mm -hmm. And it takes thousands of years, I've heard, to really to make the huge changes. And I don't know if the body ever will, because the body is the earth, isn't it? And so if we're not in the body and not connected to the earth sometimes, for one thing, all the negative, all the positive ions build up in the body. And then they, they make it make us very unhealthy and make our mind go. But also, you know, as I said, then when we get onto the earth, we release the, the positive the ions and we gather the negative, which sounds wrong way around, but it's that way around, yeah. the negative and good for us. So I, I think it, there's so many reasons. So what other things would you say you think are really important for little ones? helping them to grow because it's not so much you know th th this is something that's really I, Liz has spoken about before is it's not just telling the children what to do although sometimes you have to it's it's about helping them to grow in their unique way so they they maintain who they are right and you've talked about that a lot yeah <clears throat> well it, it goes back to what we were saying about our tribal roots I always talk to people about this that I feel like that is why a lot of times we, it's hard for us in society because we are meant to kind of live that way, like um, like how horses kind of naturally live in their bands and wolves in their, um, in their uh, whatever pack, and children too. Especially, I remember you recommended um, the continuum concept, and I read that when Juniper was a baby or when I was pregnant. And I really felt that was true, that children do need to, they just need free play in nature with children of all different ages. Um, and now people are starting to learn more about this and are trying to do more of this unschooling, mm -hmm. where they let children, like, let their natural curiosity um, lead them in yeah. what they learn. Because how can you learn if you're not interested? You don't actually learn, you're, you're just forced to memorize. Yes, and that's, exactly. that's what we don't want to to do with Juniper and that's what they did with me you know when I was six years old because I wasn't conforming they they drugged me they put me on Ritalin and antidepressants for like seven years of my life um, and Ritalin is an amphetamine which is you know closely related to methamphetamines oh so I don't believe that that's the way that, you know um, so yeah I think that children just being running free with other children, learning from each other, and also having um, a solid home, a grounded home to come home to. Home to. You know, I was um, just talking to my son, who is, or she's, Donnie's off the leash, um, uh, who's 44. And he said to me the other day, Mom, when I was little, life was very different than it is now. And I said, yeah. He said, I'm right in thinking that, right? And I said, yes, it is very different. And when you were little, when I was little, it was very different than when you were little. Yeah. And when I was little, you know, we'd all have breakfast, all my brothers and sisters, and we'd all have breakfast together, and then we were outside. And we'd come back for a meal, maybe dinner time, we'd make forts outside in the woods, or we'd, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and there wasn't the concern that there is now of uh, letting children run as free as uh, 
we were, maybe. I was when I was little, and, and less so for my son mm -hmm. when, he, when he was little, less so. And so it's, how do, you, how do you deal with that in this day and age? Well, it's funny. There's such a polarization, it seems like, happening on almost every every front, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it's, you know, whatever you can look at in society right now. And that's happening, too, with education. I think right now um, a lot of people aren't aware of this, but they're starting to give standardized testing to kindergartners. They're, mm -hmm. they're forcing kindergartners to, to learn math and reading and writing and all this stuff, and they're testing them. And it's like these children, they're, this is interesting because... In uh, what they, some of the highest ranking students in the world are from Scandinavia, mm -hmm. where a lot of those countries don't even push any academia until the age of seven because they have learned that children's brains actually don't even develop the ability to have abstract thought until the age of seven. And so they don't push any of that because they, they realize it actually makes it harder for them to learn in the long run. And um, so... There's, it's funny, so the mainstream uh, education in the U.S. is the opposite of that, trying to push early uh, education. And then at the same time, um, the people who are running Google and all of these huge um, media, social media platforms mm -hmm. are seeing, uh, are actually doing the opposite. They want, they're all putting their children in forest schools yes. and, and Waldorf is a big thing, so. Well, Waldorf, um, Steiner discovered a long time ago, I mean, he was, what, in the early 1900s? Was it late 1800s? He realized that the children's brains, he was a scientist as well, I think, right? Um, that they, until their first front tooth dropped out, the brain's not ready to do formal learning. And I think that's why in the Steiner schools, they don't do the formal learning. But, you know, what, um, and one thing my dad said, because I didn't go to school until I was nine, eight and a half, nine. And uh, one of the things he always said is, your brain's different. Don't worry about it. it. School's just made for one kind of brain. And even though I suffered through it because I was considered dumb because I had a difference in learning, they couldn't take it in the way they were teaching in grade school and even the beginning of high school. It's he just, I had a support, e even though it was just a whisper in the back, which was saying, it's okay that your brain's different. And, and for so many of us whose brains are different, it's a really hard, school has been a really hard process, right? I can still remember, I, I absolutely agree with that, and I think once you go into this, the, this paradigm that we have of education here, it, it, it begins the fear, instilling the fear, because I'll never forget getting a piece of paper back in the when I was five or six and we had to do the spelling and I, I'll never forget it you know you, you're learning how to write your letters and I had to write out the word black and I put the L in the wrong place and there's a big red mark and I thought oh, you know and that's and I can pinpoint it to where it started you know mm -hmm. there's a right and wrong and I've done something bad I've done something wrong mm -hmm. and the effects go on it, it affects everything, and I think education is the most important. Or what I used to say to Fiona when we started this years ago, I said, I want to start the great school of unlearning 
because we got a whole bunch of stuff we got to unlearn mm -hmm. that was fed into us. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I think it's so wonderful is that you're encouraging Juniper. And I know with independent and free-thinking people, they're not the easiest to deal with sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> serious. Right? Mm -hmm. So how do you deal with that sort of I mean, it varies probably. Yeah. Well, it's really hard to deal with if I'm not grounded. Mm -hmm. This comes back to that. <clears throat> um, and... Uh, it's been a learning process of, of making that time for self-care so that I'm in a place where I can handle. Because what the, you know, the very independent Sagittarian especially, uh, Juniper Sagittarius, um, really pushing the boundaries, like every single boundary almost all the time, is needing to be grounded enough to be able to uh, direct her in a positive way and not let it trigger me and my own childhood traumas or whatever. So it's a constant, um, it's like a full-time job. Yeah. Can, can I ask you, too, that how do you carve out that time for you? Do you do, is it based on what Juniper is doing at that moment, or is it you saying, look, I need to ground my, and taking yourself? Yeah, it's kind of both. <laughs> I've uh, it's been a great learning experience for me because I used to be so soft and um, and I was I feel like I've been taken advantage of a lot in my life and because I, I didn't have strong boundaries um, and I had really strong parents who kind of you know uh, didn't respect my boundaries. So I'm trying to balance that with her and so when she's in the Acorn School, that's part of the reason we put her in there so that I could take some time to mm -hmm. focus on cleaning or whatever, and then also that time to go uh, swim or walk. Um, but yeah, there are times too when we're at home and I'm like at the end of my ability in our tiny little space where I have to, I have to say, you need to go outside and I need to just focus inward a little bit with some quiet because it's that, um, that frenetic. frenetic energy that mm. really gets to me. Yeah. I th that's so important, taking time out for ourselves. And, and with the parent, it's even more important, but it's still important for all of us, mm -hmm. isn't it? Because we tend to get caught up in the rush and fuss of our world that we live in and not take the time. Mm -hmm. But for me, meditation is critical. I mean, not, I don't sit down, you know, in an Eastern way, I usually sit down with my feet on the earth amongst nature and that's my way of meditating but if I don't do it and because we've moved I haven't been doing as much I find that things happen like I hurt myself which slows mm -hmm. me down or I do something something happens and it's kind of saying slow down come back to the earth and and that's helpful but um, the other thing I think to remember is when you're doing this freeform way more uh, I would call it real way of helping children to grow themselves rather than forcing the pathway which they're growing in. Um, you're going to have sometimes some difficult times with uh, with being able to hold on to our self and not get mad, and when we do, not to judge ourselves, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it's true. There are times when I do lose it. It's more often than I'd like to admit, but um, and um, and not being too hard on myself. Um, for it because like I was saying before we're, we weren't even biologically designed to live in a nuclear family and be that, that full time one person with a child like we were saying they were supposed to be 
I mean, it's supposed to be the tribe. Tribe, tribe. Yeah, 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 with the children playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, she, if we lived in our tribe, she would have like children of all ages constantly stimulating her at her level of energy, which I do not have, <laughs> you know, especially with the autoimmune disease, which a lot of us are now yeah. uh, also developing. Um, so I try not to be too hard on myself. I say, you know, I do it the best that I can, and... Um, You know what I used to do with my son when he was little and he got angry because he needed something or wanted something and I wasn't, I I couldn't provide it. And I would sit down and say, come on, sit down. I want to hear everything, all about your frustration. Talk to me about it. Tell me all about every detail. And I would just sit and listen, you know, and then I'd say, can I tell you about my frustration? Is that I can't fulfill your needs sometimes. I need to do this and that. And that changed so much, just Mm. doing that with him anyway. It was really sitting down and listening because school fried his brains sometimes, you know. I mean, quote unquote, fried his brain. He's bright too, as I listen. And um, he's a very bright person. So trying to conform to the rigidity of school was very hard. I saw back there there was a wild secret hiding, a hiding place, secret hiding thing we can walk through. And I wondered if it was, and I wanted to check. Well, um, Jill knows the problem. Let, me, let me go out. Okay. All right, you sit right there. We might take let a little break here so Jill can find see. her secret spot, and we'll you be right back. Secret-